Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's out of mouths times. It's football ramble. Yeah, uh, lovely to have you with us. And I've also got James or Jim with me. Hello, Pete Donaldson. What do you want? And Luke Moore. All right. Uh, lovely to have you, gentle people. Um, we're going to start off talking about Wayne Rooney. He's been in the press, mm. but not for what I'm about to ask you. What was your favourite Rooney goal? Favourite Rooney goal <laughs> from yeah, the man's career. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we have to remember well, these things. Not, well, not what it was. Memory, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not just a football agent or whatever he's become of late. No, or yeah, just a romping love rat. Um, <laughs> uh, he, my favourite Wayne Rooney goal is. Do you work for the tabloids? Goal, now, do you? Yeah, well, I'm trying to get a gig there. Actually, <laughs> um, my favourite Wayne Rooney goal is a goal he scored against Portsmouth uh, in the FA Cup, which is a delight. For a little chip from the edge of the area. I'm not sure what season it was. It was a couple of years ago, I think. And um, yeah, it wasn't it was the season awesome. when they won the cup, was it, Luke? No, it wasn't. You not, don't no. you don't see enough tight chips anymore. No, Cantona loved them. Rooney's the only player I can think of that consistently tries to deliver them. Mm-hmm. So, certainly in England. I remember Hunter last scored a great one for Milan. He did, yeah. Who scored the one for Fulham last season in the US? Oh, Dempsey. Cup? Dempsey. Yeah. Oh, that was a beauty. He's got a lovely one. But we're talking about Rooney. You get a lot of chips these days, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good start. A lovely little chip from Rooney. Ah, oh, Richard. Pete. Oh, Richard. Oh, he literally loves chips. Richard. <laughs> Pete's turn. Come on now. Uh, I'm going to go for his first goal for Everton when he was only 16. Oh my goodness. Where he managed to side foot the ball most p- more powerfully than anyone ever. Past David Seaman, top left. Off Beautiful. The bar. Off, Off the, the bar. bar. Can you remember the commentary? Overrated. Remember, remember the, the name! name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David really Se- I mean Wayne Rooney. <laughs> I know his name, it's Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> it's an awful name, I'm not yeah. going to forget that. <laughs> Seriously, that a, it's a bad name, isn't that was it? A great, he nearly scored a chip in that game after that goal, I think. The confidence. I think he chipped semen and it went on the roof of the net. Yeah, I'm going to say not for the first time. <laughs> he was a, <laughs> not sure what I mean by that. I didn't say lob. Well, it's one But you know, he's, as we say, he's one of the only players that tries chips. It's not working, but I'm running with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish you would. P. Luke. P. Luke. P. Hello, P. Luke. I'm P. Luke. <laughs> P. Diddy. Um, I shall go for the um, re- amazing volley he scored against Newcastle when they were a goal down at Old Trafford. And he was like remonstrating with the ref. Yeah. And he noticed the ball was near it, popped up, and he volleyed it in the top corner <laughs> and just went off. And it was amazing. Yeah, there's it's a properly. certain angle of that when you see just exactly how tightly it was in the top corner. It's just, just it curls so perfectly into the just yeah. exact top corner. If you, if you ever need an example of, of how he's such an instinctive, naturally gifted player, that, that, is, mm. that is a perfect example. 
can I say he stuffed it in the top? He stuffed it in the top. Yeah, no, as you say, Luke, he was arguing the ref and he was fuming. And then he saw the ball and he just took it. Uh, that could have been a man. We were yeah, doing it like out on the ball. It was lucky the balls. And even when he scored, he ran over and he kicked the ball again back in the net. That's right. He was fuming. He didn't smile. They were a goal down at the time and they won the game as well. They won two, one, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go for another Rooney volley. Well, it's got to be a Rooney goal. So. And, yeah, that well, is my question. I, I, I'll do what I like. Um, I'm going to go for the goal Alan Shearer scored. Um, no, no, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Wayne Rooney scored a volley against Middlesbrough, I think it was. Mm. Do you remember Old Trafford? Go on. It was a volley. <laughs> <laughs> it went between the posts. He smashed in. It wasn't the far. It's like it's D.H. Lawrence, similar. It? I think it was a similar. <laughs> I think it was the same. What was that comment? It's like D.H. Lawrence, isn't it? Your descriptions. <laughs> it was a volley, wasn't it? It was yeah. definitely when. So if you can imagine, when Rooney on a football pitch, Middlesbrough players volley. Yeah, didn't even uh, commit to Middlesbrough. I think it was Middlesbrough. No, it was Middlesbrough. <laughs> he definitely used a ball to score. <laughs> Am uh, I going to be carry, allowed? Let him carry on. Um, Don't restrict him. And uh, he is I, think, on. I think I'll have the points. <laughs> <laughs> One thing is worth mentioning about Pete's decision. Uh, decision. Pete's, <laughs> I'm turning up. Pete's choice uh, of running, running his goal is, is that just before he scored the goal, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but the way he brought the ball down Correct. for a 16 year old yeah, yep, over his shoulder, yep, amazing yep. touch, <laughs> yeah. killed it dead. Wow. And, then, and then the rest is he history. Was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a marked man since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the name, That's remember right. the game. When He's, Rooney really spanks a football, I just imagine he goes poof. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can imagine him saying that. He just puffs his <laughs> cheeks out, doesn't he? <laughs> the team I used to play for, our goalkeeper, every time he cleared the ball, when he was just going to smash it upfield, he'd shout mega kick. <laughs> 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 and I can imagine Rooney doing that yeah. in his head. I reckon Rooney goes poof la. <laughs> but you like, actually you remember that one he scored on his debut for the from the Champions League. Was it his debut? Like for a hat trick. Yeah. Was it debut for United or the Champions League debut? Certainly. Champions League yeah. debut, definitely. Yeah. And it, might no, it was Doug over. It was, it was okay. Yeah. That was Roy the Rover stuff. And there was yeah. one where he smashed it in the bottom corner, and the ball was just like fizzing in the net. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like it's just come out from another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Michael Jackson's feet in Moonwalk. Yeah, where glitter comes out of it. <laughs> exactly. Do you think Colleen worries when she sees him in this mood? It's like, oh, <laughs> well, yeah. what's he so angry about? Is this going to carry on? Well, it's just finish if they it's win. Just the energy, isn't it? You know that um, I heard, I've heard reports that Michael Eskin has got so much energy that after a full game he, he plays for, another one. He goes, no, he goes for like a run. <laughs> really? Yeah, because he, he's got so much energy left over. Still, he also sleeps about sixteen hours a day. Yeah, or something a lot of, can, can I have some of energy, of, Michael Eskin? A lot, a lot of sleep sixteen hours a day. <laughs> a lot of footballers sleep in the afternoon as well for training. This That's time. right. Mm. Um, yeah, the old footballing siesta. Mm. Uh, right, well, we'll uh, I'm sure we'll come on to, to Wayne Rooney uh, soon enough, but we're going to start by talking about Liverpool. They won a game. They did. <laughs> um, they beat Blackburn at uh, home. To, they look good, actually, yeah, Liverpool, didn't they? It's worth pointing out they actually played very well as well. And, I mean, obviously they did concede, but it was Jamie Carragher's obligatory liability goal <laughs> that he has it, to get in every season. It was one of the, the most, <clears throat> against the run of play goals for Blackburn I've seen yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool absolutely dominated. Yeah, they just didn't turn up, did they? There's a lovely no. bit on 6-6 uh, six six where the obligatory, I've, I've watched this club for 20 million years, and uh, and it was just like, we just got to get rid of him now. we got to get rid of him. He was, this man <laughs> was, right. I, I am on the, 
I would never usually slag him off, but I'm on the verge of tears now. What was that? Carragher. Crying about Carragher. Carragher, yeah. oh, God. It's, it was great because it got cleared up a lot and hit him in the face. And went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got that famous record, isn't he, of, of, that he is the, the top scorer against Liverpool and Phil. <laughs> we did have a trivia really question on the show, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Can and I say... Sorry, go on, Jim. Well, he, um, he wants that record, doesn't he? Because yeah. Richard Dunn um, scored an own goal oh, um, yeah. the day before, which takes him to eight, and I think that mm. makes him top of the Premier League. It is, yeah. It's like Carragher's gone, whoa, whoa, he's getting too far ahead. Well, well. It was very much an own goal. I saw the list of um, own goals in the Premier League. Yeah, was on five, I think. Yeah, I was disappointed to see Frank Sinclair so low down. (laughs) (laughs) He got quite a few back in the day. He got loads in quick succession one season. He's not the Mr Miyagi of it. (laughs) (laughs) Carragher's learnt a lot from him. Yeah. But oh. with the Carragher own goal, it was like if you sat down like a table like we are now and, and said, "Right, what is the most undignified way you can think <laughs> of an own goal?" Mm. Well, the bloke who's really much better than you kicking it in your face and it going in. Yeah. <laughs> I quite liked uh, West Brom's own goal this, uh, this oh, weekend. Carlson, the yeah, off the back of his head. It was such a good save. So unfortunate when that happens to uh, <laughs> it happens reasonably often. I mean, it's happened to Paul Robinson before, who had a great game for Blackburn. I mean, mm. you know, he, he was, did. Yeah, he was really the only reason they didn't lose by four or five. It was nice to see. Old Roy Hodgson come off the bench when Torres scores, and really he gritted his teeth and clenched his fist. And I thought yeah. well, he hasn't he hasn't done that. And maybe he's responding there because people said he looked um, a bit lost in the Everton game. Yeah, and so maybe he's trying to be a little bit more emotional. Well, I, I don't know. Gerard was saying after the game, isn't he? They, they basically decided this is ridiculous. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to yeah. start playing, and they actually did. People are beginning to notice, lads. Mm. I mean, another win, and they're up to seventh. I think they knock the ball around nicely. If they win a couple more on the spin, which is not out of the question, it's. Liverpool, for God's right. sake, they can they can get right. Maxi Rodriguez looks as though he was really? awake this time. It's so <laughs> yeah. nice of him. Um, yeah, well, indeed. <laughs> they actually, I thought they had a good point in Napoli. Yes, uh, or Naples, or well, Napoli would be the Italian, uh, yeah. the proper version of Naples. <laughs> speak. So I was, I was correct. Napoli did right. They played, they played Milan tonight. They're sixth. Yeah, that's Cavani's right. got he really hit the ground running there. He's, he's mm. got, he's got a few already. I think he's got five or six goals already. This um, uh, can we also say that uh, Bruce Dickinson, the Iron Maiden frontman, flew Liverpool out there? Mm. Yeah. He's a proper pilot. Yeah. They don't just pick him up. Works a version of Stephen Gerrard wanted Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's yeah. <laughs> Def Leppard next week. Yeah. Did he punch Bruce Dickinson when he turned out not to be Phil Collins? <laughs> no, he punched him when he, Allegedly. Put, when he wouldn't put Phil Collins on the uh, plane stereo. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, of course, um, uh, you played. we were playing Pick Live that night, Luke. Um, yes, I was. Um, it on. was Manchester City versus Lech Poznan mm-hmm. in the uh, Europa League. Europa League. And I won the big game. £23. Thank you very much. Stick it in the back burner. Yeah. yeah. I- I've lost all my money. <laughs> the listeners who came along thinking, oh, it's only Lukey Moore playing, we'll easily win. Because mm. you were giving it the big licks last week. Uh, yeah. They're noticeable by their absence tonight, aren't they? <laughs> Where are they? Yeah, Where are they, they usually turn up to recording. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, they, I don't know what happened because we were playing um, and. You kept tweeting away. Oh, and in a lovely little twist right at the end, Lukey Moore finishes first and Marcus <laughs> Bella finishes 38th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? Which is, by the way, is the 37th loser. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I have to say. Hey, now that, and that is a marked improvement <laughs> for me. I'm duty bound to say that it was actually joint top with someone else. But I can't remember who it was. I should have made a note of it. Should have made a note. There of it. There was definitely a team called Nikola Zigic's crush helmet there or thereabouts. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. I don't think he was. In, I don't think he won though. Oh, very good. But yeah, as we say, uh, get involved with the the old pick live. Uh, um, the pick live dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win real money. The, uh, Unless I'm playing, then you'll definitely lose. Mm. Wanker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do try and knock him off his perch. <laughs> uh, Big right. perch. Long. Also over the weekend, Manchester United beat Stoke two one, and Rooney staying. 
Well, he's mm. staying, but he's, had a, he's having a week holiday. Is he? Yeah. He's, he's got, in he's Qatar, got, isn't he? Or something like that. Yeah. He's got a bad leg, so he's gone on holiday for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big planes, if you're rich, it's fine. That's a, that's, a, that's a PR disaster, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. Well, the whole he, thing is. Well, it is. Yeah, absurd, but, isn't it? but he should at least have gone along and sat in the stand and yeah. showed that he's committed just a little to bit of solidarity. Well, yeah. yeah. It's it, been a week of brinkmanship, like Portsmouth. It seems yeah. that they're yeah. trying to sort of uh, sell themselves further than they can. And if you went, if you went over Portsmouth in the plane, like the back end last week, you'd have just seen loads of dirty washing. <laughs> in public <laughs> it's, it could well be the case that Rooney makes his comeback against City which would be interesting um, just, that'd be great yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the United fans are going to react to him who's going to give him the most stick be pissed off exactly yeah, yeah. yeah it's it was a bit, funny. It's a weird week it's been a weird week <laughs> do you know what I, and I said this to you on the way up here Luke that it reminded me of, of how much you know he can be a bit of a miserable old sod at times but it reminded me actually how much respect and how much I like Alex Ferguson in mm. the recent uh, in light of recent events I mean lots of people hate on him but you know you've got to really really appreciate and respect what he's done and, he, and, he, and he's, he's, the, he's the manager you'd want if you were owning the club and there was a crisis of this nature yep. Alex Ferguson would be the man you wanted the, the, he was bewildered by the whole thing mm. I, I genuinely think he was he well, was still upset there's yeah. still talk that they've, they've sat down and he said to Rooney look sign a contract we'll send you, sell you on later you'll still get your move we'll get more money for it I mean I think there's a bit of truth in that but one thing I wanted to ask you boys was last week I I'm, I was the only one saying that I thought he actually would go and you guys said oh, it's, it's a um, it's um, it's just a, a ruse to get more money basically but do you actually do you actually think he would have gone do you actually think that no, he no, was prepared no, I, no I, d- I didn't think he was trying to get more money I think that um, maybe off field events uh, uh, happenings and whatnot. I think he probably just thought oh sod this I want to get I, out I just think I just think yeah. he was I think he outplayed. panicked I think he was outplayed by Alex to be honest I think, so, yeah, I think, he, think? he was. He just sort of said well uh, we'll contract him and his agent is it Stratford yeah, yeah. 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 awful um, piece of work he is he, uh, <laughs> they tried to just get as much money as they possibly could and then they sort of and then Ferguson called his bluff and stuck it in the newspaper. Like, it's just got to go down as like the biggest diva drop in history. It's just <laughs> incredible. I Since your last one on the Ram, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just think Rooney panicked or, or not panicked. Just had a, he, he thought about things and and maybe the agent's been talking to him and he just oh, thought, yeah. oh okay go on then and mm. and then he started saying oh I've had a falling out with the manager and Ferguson well no you haven't and he went yeah. oh no no but I, I haven't have I oh uh, no ambition and, he, and then he said oh, I'm, I, and then Ferguson said he's got an ankle injury which he has and he was like no I haven't yeah, yeah this, this is why it doesn't. It, doesn't really but that up. one of the things I, I was going to say about then Paul, Paul Scholes gave him an in- uh, ankle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just to clear up any yeah, sort of yeah. under orders from Alex Ferguson yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't be wrong I can't be wrong uh, he wouldn't even have just put Scholes up to it he would have just said Paul Mark Rooney yeah, yeah that's yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but one of the things about was interesting about the Paul Stretford thing he's obviously been having a word in Rooney's shell in my opinion yeah. was that a few ex-pros actually came out and said oh Stretford was my agent for a while and uh, he was all very nice to me and it was great when I was making him money but after that he was he was yeah. like I was like persona non grata he blanked me and answered my calls or anything yeah, Andy yeah. Cole said that Stan Collymore mm, alright we'll, we'll, we'll write yeah. that one off but Andy <laughs> Cole said it and, yeah, and a couple of other players said it as well so it's like my old agent <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely be interested on. to know what what, um, what, what Rooney would, would what like he, to say and if he did, could email in yeah email in Rooney yeah <laughs> no but I'll be interested to know what what role Paul Stretford played in it yeah. the other thing I was going to say was there's a man I found in my office and uh, he was broken by the whole thing he was, <laughs> first of all he was broken about Rooney leaving obviously and then um, do you mean, you know all those fans in quotes stood outside Rooney's house yeah. Yeah. and then there was a, uh, a big uh, picture of um, Rooney in a Nike ad like a billboard and someone had um, painted over it spray painted over it in red paint uh, move to city and you're dead yeah. right? oh that's right and yeah. I showed him all this stuff and he was like getting more and more broken and then the, when I showed him that picture the only thing he could say was 
Well, at least they got the grammar right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that absolute anal beard of a man who had? Um, what are you sitting opposite you? Yeah, like? <laughs> <laughs> the Rooney on the back of a yeah. t-shirt. No, no, worse than that, a guy got a tattoo saying Rooney City Legend with a, a tattoo of Rooney in a city shirt celebrating a goal. That's got to be it's a fake. Well, they pull that sort of person out all the time. The Kakar, maybe. The, yeah, the Champions League winners one. It's just always, always City fans. Pete Sunderland tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> maybe these. That maybe was, someone that was a is. Drunken night. Oh, okay. Maybe real. someone's making a mint out and then. Newspapers just drawing these tattoos on really well and going, oh look what this idiot's it done. It always seems to come out, <laughs> and only to do with City. I saw the picture of the guy with the giving it the clap into the to Eastland yeah. with the Rooney number ten City shirt on. Yeah, and it was like that time when you had a, a Football Weekly tattoo. That's true. It? Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Disgraceful scenes, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I got a change actually to Football is Weekly. Yeah. So, but people, I like yeah. I like things like that. I remember it when I was I was quite uh, a lot younger when bad uh, when Newcastle had a lot of money. Not bad tattoos. Oh, right. I've, I've got enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody leaving. A, a Roberto Baggio Newcastle shirt in the back of a car in uh, St. James's Park <laughs> car park <laughs> really? and there were so many rumours going around that he was coming to Newcastle it was ah uh, oh, man I, I can remember I what so based on that as if you, when you're signing a player you leave a shirt for them in a <laughs> car to the back and of car. go look we've sorted this out <laughs> we've got the shirt made up so all we need to do is come when, I, when I was um, when I was um, down in Portsmouth supporting Pompey when they signed Prozanecki hmm. and the same day they signed a player called Miladan Redonia as a winger terrible oh Redondo did you think no no no, 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 oh, no, no, okay, no. Right. Redonia and loads, loads of people queuing up in the Pompey club shops to get their name on the back Prozanecki obviously yeah. and there's one broken there getting Redonia I was thinking you're going to really well, maybe it was his brother <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, Or well, it was him it could have been. Yeah, That's right Talking <laughs> of Manchester James and I were there mm. At Manchester City Versus the Gunners Yeah We had to sit at home end didn't we? <laughs> we, we did. You kept trying to out me <laughs> well, that was nothing to do with the football. Your hair got done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, wit. Um, <laughs> oh, you sound all down there, Jim. <laughs> the idea of sharing a pew with Marcus. Yeah. You know, it, it was great, though, wasn't it? it was, it's a really interesting stadium, Eastlands, because it's quite intimate despite being massive. They, they really work that well. I, I yeah, we were it. at the, the, the front of the second tier. Yeah. Oh, there's, is there only two tiers? Oh, there's a very thin tier at the, at the mm. top. And But as you say, we were, you felt like right in a it, yeah. yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, as I say, you did keep saying like, "So, oh, who's that fella back there?" What, Johan Juro? Yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me about his stats from when he was <laughs> seventeen. Things like that. That's not quite. Why would we know that? I could hear them thinking. Just get oh your, my god, he's one of them. Just yeah. get your ass. Is that you're from Yorkshire? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Actually, a friend of mine's from York and he supports Man United, but also York, and he got a York City. Um, kit, uh, sorry, top for his birthday, which was in June, and he's only just got it because they didn't have a medium shirt for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Kids and fat men are obviously <laughs> just, like, oh, pure target market there. Yeah, um, uh, yeah no, it was brilliant. We we um, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. We, we did, yeah. It was um, a good asked, game as well. I, I was. It was a shame. I mean, obviously there was, there was rumours of some horrible uh, chanting from the. Yeah, well, I heard it. Well, there it were was, yeah. horrible yeah. chanting. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was uh, awful. Uh, no, that was absolutely disgraceful. But it was a shame because the Arsenal away support, as you said before, James, were pretty good, very vocal, enjoying mm. themselves. They were in real contrast to the home support. It's very yeah. odd. I mean, you will find in general, as, and you, of course, as, yeah. you, as you guys know, the away support is, a, is an awful lot better. Mm. I mean, it was, it was from a neutral's point of view.
view, which I very much am. Uh, it was annoying to see a player sent off so early. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I said that, it was a definite sending off, and apparently yeah. it was a definite well, penalty the, as well. Well, the interesting thing was um, more so with the sending off, the general consensus seemed to be that the ref had got it all wrong and he'd ruined the game and stuff. And it was, what? Yeah, honestly, it was... Well, could you not have a good, then, have a good ev- view of it then? then every well, foul... Yeah, well, everyone could see it. <laughs> and then <laughs> every every foul committed by an Arsenal player, they were going mental if they didn't... Yeah, but that's standard home fair, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, but it's... But it was particularly particularly bad, I thought. Yeah, well, I think it's because... Sending off so early is going to, and if you're aggrieved by it, it's going to roll you. But I think, I think Man City, to their credit, I think they, they treated it quite well. Still, I think they still played well, yeah. yeah I think, and I think, uh, and I think Arsenal did their tippy tappy. They tried to pass it in the net yeah. as 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 they are as uh, accused as, uh, of doing every single week. But I think particularly, I think they were they, they were a bit uh, hmm. they weren't very good in front of goal when they could have been. A little well, yeah, bit. I mean, they should, there was a couple of points where just. You know, there were shooting opportunities where they, they just didn't even seem to realise you could shoot in that situation. Yeah. It's just like, well, who do I pass to? Who do I pass? Oh, what? And, it, and then it took Wayne Bridge to go for crying out loud. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they just need to show them like the best like goals in, in the Premiership or something. Well, like oh, people whacking it from thirty yards. Well, I was saying to, to Marcus, um, That's if me. you look at Frank Lampard's entire career, <laughs> that is testament to just having a shot every now and then. Yeah. And then there was so yeah. many, so often Arsenal would find themselves in positions where but you they, could do that, but they try and thread a ball it's through it's because they don't have these sort of they don't have like I don't know Ian Wright or something or Smith yeah. or something you know these players that would just just took, take a swing at it you know what I mean it's just, yeah. by it's all just means not part you, of their game anymore by all means you can still obviously sort of play that kind of intricate football but I just think just whack it occasionally yeah. <laughs> mix, I think it's important to mix it up what I we mean, need what we, uh, I think effectively what Arsenal need to, and a simple solution would be for Arsene Wenger to come out on, into the technical um, area yeah. and when they've got the ball near to goal just shout bang bang bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> or chances chances <laughs> or just write shoot on yeah. a bit of paper yeah. and show the players yeah. at we ridicule Paul Lynch for that yeah. <laughs> you touched on it like briefly but I think I'll, I'll, I'll do beg your pardon <laughs> <laughs> no not that um, Man City are missing Colorado. They need they need a decent left back back because Bridge is a bit of a liability. Yeah. Really. Well, Barry was playing there. At, at was he? Points. Yeah. Well, I liked um, a hundred thousand reasons to say Bridge isn't, Bridge isn't a, a liability. Well, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, before Adebayo came on, I thought they don't need him. Did you see him midweek? I mean, you know, he scored three goals, but he could have had about seven. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. had an awful touch. <laughs> Balotelli came on as well. I was particularly oh, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Balotelli had Adebayor on the pitch in front of us. They genuinely don't yeah. need Adebayor. No, no, no really not, not in the I mean, The thing with Adebayor is he, um, well, when he hit. feels loved and he's, and he's motivated by that, he's he's a fantastic player. When he opens up his legs, he's magnificent. But he's he wants like to play every horse, game. Well, that's yeah. the thing. He's a sort of player that needs to do that thing. So I think he's got. Well, if they don't need Adebayor, then what on earth is Rocky Santa Cruz going to do? <laughs> oh yeah, well, Santa Cruz is another one, isn't he? I mean, it's, he's not regularly played. He's, he's there for the calendar. Career. He's there for the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right. Well, uh, we weren't the only. People at a game on the weekend, weren't No, because that would be mental. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in this room, you, you, you knobber. Um, That's two swears from you, Marcus. Yeah. Bella. And there's about to be three if you don't tell us what happened at the Newcastle West Ham United. Game. Well, I, I think you probably saw the telly, Marcus. Two United one. v United. <laughs> it was. It was a. Everybody match. was United. I have. I tell you, what, I've, I've, I've. I don't see Newcastle as often as I. Uh, I should do. That's because they're away up there. Because <laughs> they're. they're 
they're, they're four hours away. But um, four and a half. Tiote had one of the best games of football I think I've seen a Premiership player. He was wonderful. Big tout. He was brilliant. He has just reverted back to to type, hasn't he? He was brilliant. Do you remember when he um, he said that a goal drug was scored like two seasons ago? Yeah, the best the goal great, ever seen. Yeah, yeah. The best goal ever scored. Or <laughs> and they, they changed that to the best goal of the last ten years. I have a terrible then memory, then as also, you well know. Then he obviously thought like another one that was much better. Like, <laughs> Zidane, the Champions League final, and he went to five years. <laughs> well, maybe the second one. It was definitely top three. It yeah. was brilliant. He, best goal of the game. He had yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a place. He had a space to operate that was about as big as this uh, surprisingly echoey room. Uh, like, <laughs> but he was just he was just brilliant. He was taking who the ball. Who was this? Sorry, I've forgotten. Tioto. Okay. Yeah. He was wonderful. Well, West Ham are an absolute shambles. You were yeah. saying, Pete, that the the support was very poor. The home support. I've, I've, I, they are broken. They are smashed up. They are just sad. Yeah, you did them, did you? You got them after the game, did you, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> On the green straight. Yeah. A, a friend of mine who smashed supports through West a sorry shop window. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine who supports West Ham was saying exactly this about the atmosphere. He was, he was questioning the point of why they want to move to uh, to, the, the, to Stratford to the Olympic Stadium, and it just seems crazy to think that their support has become so so dull and quiet because they're notoriously mm. vocal. Well, every five minutes they were talking about being uh, about moving to this bloody stadium. Like, there was a man on the pitch and he was doing like pieces of camera and stuff, and he was saying, uh, "Go to the website, uh, go to the West Ham website, and you can see seven reasons why we should be in the Olympic Stadium." And then, you, and then on the field, this <laughs> team, this great reason why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this toothless team can't even like do over. I don't know. Carlton Cole look really frustrated. He, yeah. he, looked, yeah. he looked like he didn't want to be there. Are you saying they couldn't sell out a sixty thousand seater? Well, they, 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 it was. A, I think it was pretty much a seller. I couldn't see that many patches, but it was just. It you was could, just. Apparently, the talk from West Ham has been that they would drop ticket prices dramatically. I was going to say they could they, do. Uh, they really they could move there. Um, speaking of um, brave people sitting in the away end of grounds, you two, mm. I'm going to ratchet it up a notch. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd managed to gloss over this. No, I, <laughs> I went to see Millwall Portsmouth uh, oh, yeah. last week, and I sat in the Millwall end. Oh, wow. Oh. And they're all very nice to me. Yeah. I didn't get any hassle at all. did wonder no. about the scars on your face. <laughs> <laughs> they were there before. And, and uh, uh, Ramble Listener, actually, Charlie Mahoney, looked after me, and him and his brothers and his old man, and we had a nice night out. Portsmouth won, obviously, which is great. Awful game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the, the worst football game I've seen since I last saw Portsmouth, actually. Well, yeah. right. so, uh, but no, it's alright, it's pretty good. Got to be happy that Portsmouth still exists. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, well, yeah, well, let's, let's get. Uh, can, I, can I just quickly say um, thank, hello to Tom Wood, who uh, Ramblefoss hold me from a few uh, lines. Oh, at the game? Yeah. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> um, ho, Tom. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pompey obviously won it in Hull, and they've been saved, haven't they? they They're have not going to be wound up. For now, I don't think it's quite over. No, it's fine, they spend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go for I, it. What I want to see now is them actually spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> Get back up into the Premier League yeah. and spend more money. Maybe a good cup run as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you who we need back at that club. Yeah, go on, say it. Harry Redknapp. Oh, I thought you were going to go for a story. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. No, no yeah, it's, I mean, I was, I, when I was in, um, when I heard all this, this press release being um, put out on Friday, I was out with, with, the, with the missus, out with Mrs. Lukey, and uh, and uh, I was devoured. I was completely yeah, devastated. I, I was as well, I was gutted. I literally rang you in tears. Loads of people tweeted me, so I'm sorry to hear about that, yeah. mate. All this stuff, and I was like, what, what's happening? <laughs> I had to check on uh, Sky Sports News on the phone. Is Pete okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do these people know about a horrible bereavement? <laughs> I've never met them. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, luckily it's all been sorted out. It, it was a bit of brinkmanship, I think, really. So Yeah, well, Andronicu said that... Um, 
it was the um, who was it he said someone's really really rashly put the statement out without his blessing right. and he was trying to distance himself from it I think they were just frustrated at um, Gaidamak's the problem is, is that Andronicu and Gaidamak have both got a very patchy past about telling the truth Yeah. so it's impossible to know who's, really? who's saying yes and who's mm. saying no and, who, and who's Telling the truth, basically, so well, it's hard to read anything into it. There's me thinking they were fitting proper people. Yeah. Um, also in the championship, um, Preston four, Palace three. John Parkin got a couple. The beast. Yeah. Uh, Palace there was some goal scored in that game. My word. Absolutely. Palace <laughs> now in the relegation zone with Middlesbrough and Bristol City, who got a good point at home to uh, QPR. Well, I say a good point; they were up. Mm. I think QPR. The keeper haven't lost the game yet. So. No, no, no. I think it's got to be outside a pub in Manchester that we went to after the game. There was a sign that said "No parking," um, and it was there wasn't a G on it. So I don't <laughs> no, know whether yeah. it was to, to add the Manchester accent to the word or whether John Parkin had just been getting so hammered <laughs> in yeah. the area that he'd been banned <laughs> but yeah. with a painted he'd take sign. A, he'd take a disabled bail. <laughs> a, pain, a painted sign, not even like a temporary one. You'll yeah, always on be banned. Wall, yeah. You will always be banned. <laughs> That's his 100th and 101st goal, apparently. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. League goal. I'm a big fan of uh, Johnny Parkin. So Pete with a knowledge bomb there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, Exploded right in my face, that did. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll have a sex bomb next. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> there was another 4-3 Carlisle yeah, know, In yeah. League 1 Carlisle 3 Charlton 4 It's a good win for Charlton Away from home Charlton were 3 nil up And then it, yeah. and Carlisle got it to 3 all, And then Charlton won it In the 92nd minute <laughs> You don't want to sing Every week Yes yeah. yeah. are back There yeah. was another great And comeback. that's a fact yeah. <laughs> Another great comeback In League 1 Bristol Rovers Were away at Hartlepool And scored 2 goals In the in the last 5 minutes oh, Pete Pete didn't see that No point asking Pete He's Newcastle now yeah. <laughs> He doesn't give a shit about well, He hasn't hung a monkey in ages well, Hang on a minute yeah. We're going to get some Words of wisdom from Pete so Didn't I read that um, they were, uh, that Both Hartley and Poole Were on the pitch At the end of the match No Is that true <laughs> That's true Brilliant We'll put it in the main Baby box for Surely they should come together to make some sort of power ranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best thing to happen since um, there was that like, game of the week when Moore and Donaldson scored for the same, yeah, game, yeah. same game. Oh. Yeah. So ever happened to Speller and Campbell? Don't think so. Well, well, yeah, probably has in the history of football. I would wager. No, no, no. There's only no. one. There's only one. Definitely. Has <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, in League Two, Chesterfield four, Shrewsbury three. Three goals from Shrewsbury in the last ten minutes after being four 0 down. They did a Spurs. <laughs> Peter is getting tired at the end it yeah. seems yeah uh, well and uh, another 4-3 Rotherham 3 Wickham 4 am I right in saying if I just get this right there was 600,000 goals in the <laughs> <of the game>. <laughs> <laughs> did you see my yeah. favourite my favourite one uh, Forrest McGugan oh he's his free, his free kick was one of the best. I'm going to stick my oh, neck okay. out here. My substantial. <laughs> it was, a bit neck of lane it was the greatest free kick ever scored. <laughs> 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 Top left, spinning out. Ah, oh, he's playing. Suit you, sir. Revelino in the corners, gutted. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the real, on a real more serious note, Lewis McGugan. I, I hope he can fulfil his potential because he looked amazing at one point. He really went off the ball, and now he's sort of banging him in again. Yeah. I hope he can really pick up that form. I just think yeah. he needs to put on weight. He's too light. He's too lightweight for me. Mm. Come and see me Come and see me and Big John Parkin <laughs> Take that for dinner It's SPL time Yes Ooh. The big one Rangers Beat Celtic at Celtic The big Park, one three It's KU didn't beat I think Claire The blue Brazil playing before <laughs> yeah. um, I, I tell you what Lots of tasty challenges <laughs> Yeah there would the, have been the, 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 uh, the old firm derby Surprising. is just uh, He's full of them You've got to love a tasty challenge The old firm derby Didn't S- Samaras uh, knee Yeah he did Hit him in the head Like That's really right. badly But like really badly Well no It, it wasn't like 
No, but like, as, as in not very good. Like, oh, if, I see if, what if you, you mean. were trying to really hurt him in the back of the head, it was we, literally just yeah, a little. We were looking at it from different. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of it because the ones I saw in that game were actually quite horrific, and and I think if we if we pipe up a bit about people like De Jong and stuff like that I don't think we should be really giving it the big licks about no no, no I'm just I'm merely saying Luke but I, I, I'm I, not saying hey brilliant there was a lot of challenges no. I'm just saying there was a lot of challenges I and there is always a lot of tasty challenges in these games I don't I don't want to pick any one out because I know I'm going to get stick from the other side if I do but Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Stokes' one was particularly poor <laughs> and McCulloch's one actually there you go that, oh, was, yeah, that, yeah, that was poor was McCulloch one was Pathetic. one of those challenges <laughs> it was one of those challenges where he did get the ball and um, followed through, so to speak, uh, very much. And he was kind of like, oh, I've got the ball. You know, it's like, yeah. it's not enough <laughs> anymore. Yeah. There's a man's actually... leg hanging off your stud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, um, speaking well, of... Before we say that, we've got to mention the controversial penalty given to Rangers. Never a penalty. After Broadfoot. Um, was it even a dive? He just sort of hopped out the way, really. Yeah, and sort of went, uh, <laughs> oh, all right then. Um, <laughs> it, Kenny Miller quite beautifully yeah. a certain fan told me it definitely was a dive so <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't think it was a penalty personally but that's a huge win um, for Rangers um, I've got an email about, about big derbies actually have you? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say an underrated derby here uh, given that I don't think anyone's ever heard of it before <laughs> apart right. from this, this, this guy Adam who's emailed in um, hopefully you, well you will know about it after this um, the Ramblefoss Hall oh. on listening to the latest edition of your fabulous podcast I couldn't help noticing that you described the Montevideo derby as the best derby in the world Surely you have overlooked the annual game between Jersey and Guernsey, more commonly known as the Marathi. <laughs> Do you know that Jersey Guernsey? Jersey yeah, Guernsey. Yeah. As if having a football competition named after a brand of fags wasn't enough, <laughs> the annual game also exhibits some of the most aggressive examples of inter-insular racism you're ever likely to encounter. <laughs> uh, for instance, at this year's bout in Jersey... Hundreds of supporters ran onto the field after Guernsey won one nil. That's the population, basically, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, to, to have what can only be described as a playground scuffle with a police officer. <laughs> um, uh, reporting that groups were separated and that Guernsey's core fans were escorted to the harbour to go home, presumably. Um, Just chucked in. <laughs> were they deported? The policeman said a small number of Jersey men did not go to watch football and had other ideas on their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one Guernsey supporter who was escorted to the harbour commented it wasn't very nice though especially to have traffic cones thrown at us <laughs> presumably that's not by the policeman well he's got to defend himself somehow he's yeah, one true. against a hundred what true. I want to know is why have they got traffic cones you can only drive 30-40 miles an hour in Jersey yeah. that's, the, unless, that's, the, that's the only place I've been to five times unless, you're Mick, five times. unless you're Mick Hucknall <laughs> it's not the only place you've been to five times well, to travel well, exactly five times exactly five times I've never been to Jersey yeah. anyway can I finish yeah. this yeah. Yeah. in the past in the past Games have been halted for such reasons as Jersey men showering the Guernsey team with carrots, because <laughs> Guernsey dwellers are referred to as donkeys, and also such players as Graham Lasseau and Matt Letitier, actually they're the only two good players, uh, graduate from this baptism of fire, presumably tearing the opposition new bottom holes in the process. So in conclusion, if I say, if you want Namby Pamby skills and talent, go and watch Arsenal. <laughs> we, we, however, will continue to compensate for the lack of any decent live football with a yearly melee resulting in extensive grazing and moderately hurt feelings and you're all welcome <laughs> to join me next year in May keep up the good rambling Adam thanks Adam that was a great evening let's go to Jersey for my sixth mm. visit I'd be up for it I've been to Guernsey I've not been to Jersey what was Guernsey like it's nice, yeah. It's right. I've got friends from Jersey. Oh, they'll almost undoubtedly know that Adam bloke because as I say there's hardly anyone there yeah 40 miles wide there you go there we, we are another knowledge bomb that's the Jersey more of a knowledge up. sort of Little spurt, yeah, yeah. Fisher, more than a cap, a knowledge banger, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's uh, come up to speed 
with what's been going on in the top football league in Spain, which I like to call Primera Liga. I mean, the first league. <laughs> <laughs> well, Premier League. Actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Primera is Spanish for first. Primera, uh, Segunda. Yeah. First, second. Yeah, very true, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Real Madrid, six. A knowledge firework for Rassing <laughs> Rassing Santander 1 Ronaldo with 4 A knowledge mm. cartwheel <laughs> Do you mean Catherine wheel? No I never <laughs> <laughs> Well I was celebrating As I said it Did you not see me? Uh, four, a hall A hall First hall of the season Hall <laughs> I imagine they said Is it the, f- it's the first hall That we've talked about this season I'm sure it is Is it? Possibly mm. well, If we're wrong I'm sure Someone will tell us It was yeah. a good hall wasn't it? It was He's got ba- He's got loads of goals already He's got, yeah. got, got Have you got like nine goals already this season ridiculous right. ridiculous um, now have you heard at uh, Real that Jorge Valdano has uh, confirmed that Zinedine Zidane he's got a new role at Real Madrid I forgot that he even had a role he was there as an ambassador wasn't he yeah, yeah kind of does yeah, that just mean they still pay him pretty much they just want him in and around the club yeah I don't think he needs the money no, no I wouldn't have thought so It'd be nice wouldn't it not He just goes around dishing out headbutts Not after that advert <laughs> he did with Pele and Maradona oh, it's Under his job description it just says headbutts and volleys <laughs> <laughs> Very good Yeah, um, yeah uh, This was apparently after Zidane himself requested to, recru- requested to work closely with Jose Mourinho mm. It's a funny one isn't it He basically can do what he wants Do you think that'll work for us? Um, well let's try Just send a request yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's uh, like they've, they've spent all their money on the pitch, and it's like, well, we can't buy another player. Yeah, yeah. we have another coach, can't we? Mm. Zidane probably <laughs> still could play. Yeah. <laughs> Val- Valdano um, has said that uh, we are setting up what will be the Zidane position. <laughs> so they've sort of created. Oh, what the Zidane position in this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, sorry, <laughs> having a headbutt, you all. I'll do sorry, it. pal. It's taken. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's what's going on at um, Real Empire. Um, uh, meanwhile, further down the uh, well, I say further down. Um, Villa, Villarreal uh, only just further down because they're second. Uh, beat Atletico Madrid two 0 Giuseppe Rossi scored a great goal. Mm. A great goal. Mm. You're a big fan of it. Oh, I love him. He's brilliant. I think we he's so underrated. Best goal you've ever. Seen. It was definitely the best goal I've ever seen <laughs> by, by Rossi. Um, <laughs> no, it was excellent, and that's Rossi. their best start to the season. I think uh, Villarreal are enjoying there. It's not too bad, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, since the days, of, right? Even since the days of Raquel, man, all that sort of stuff. I think so. Oh, right. Well, yeah, no, because they they were very much up and coming in those days, weren't they? Yeah. Where they were, they yeah. seemingly a little bit more. They nearly got the final of the Champions League. That, you imagine if they won the league? I know it's very unlikely. Got to the final of the Champions League. Well, Semi final. Well, I'm saying, imagine if they did get to the final. They're only one incredible. one kick or so away from that yeah, in the yeah, final. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh well, that would have been to equalise, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I don't oh know yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Uh, what what is that? Another four three. <laughs> Severe four. Athletic Bilbao three. More, the most goals ever in this ramble. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking my neck out. L- uh, Luis Fabiano with two. Mm. I just. Fabiano's always sort of angling for a move and then oh no I'm staying and he's yeah. shocking for that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you like, stay there, you're having a good he's, time, you love prick tease, isn't it? It's like oh, Henri, he's the biggest prick tease since Henri. <laughs> <laughs> Henri used to that all the time, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm wanted, tell me I'm loved. Yeah. And then Adebayo failed at doing so. Or he got, <laughs> or he got his answer quickly. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona won 2 0 in Zaragoza. Messi, Messi got a couple. Messi yeah. two. And then uh, lost Che. Valencia lost 2 1 at home against uh, Real Mallorca. It's a shame. Can I give you a little Barcelona fact? Factoid? Go on, mm-hmm. on Old I think I'm right in saying, and I think I got this from up to Joe. They haven't um, fielded the same team twice yet this season, Barcelona. Barcelona? No. Can I give you a Ronaldo fact? Go on. Is it it's true? 8 in 3. League Blimey. matches Wow Blimey Bennett And he scored 10 goals And Real Madrid have Only scored 20 goals This season <laughs> cool. I can give you A Real Madrid fact Real Madrid Play their football At the Santiago Bernabeu <laughs> 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 
<laughs> is that in Madrid? Yep. Amazing. Brilliant. Well, let's let's look that up before we confirm it as a fact. Um, <laughs> let, let's move on to Serie A. Um, now, you remember last week Inter, when they won in uh, Cagliari, there were racist chants aimed at Samueletto. There yeah. were. Well, the Cagliari president, uh, Massimo Cellini, um, he supported his fans after this uh, little episode. Uh, because, let me finish, uh, he said he accused the referee of misunderstanding the reaction of the fans. I don't know what they were reacting to, a black man being on the field. But no, it yeah. seems absolutely... Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous No no There was an actual monkey That they were trying To draw attention to Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean if you actually Saw a monkey on a pitch You would not chant at it You'd be like oh, <laughs> Fucking hell Look at that yeah. The other thing is that Whenever I hear of this I always think of that guy When um, the Allied forces Invaded Iraq And you'd go No everything's fine In the background yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin McCallally yeah. yeah yeah No Kevin McCallally Was someone else Wasn't it This guy was like He was called Comic McCallally Comic That's it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah, yeah. But anyway He said that the calorie fans Are amongst the best in Italy Blah 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 Yeah then they're not That type of fan Well they probably. are <laughs> um, He said it was Certainly an error of judgement Racist incidents Do not happen here in, in Cagliari I can exclude that Categorically Our fans are not like that We and saw it happen No but is, is this Basically some mafia Style thing Just going You didn't see nothing <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well they, people did Because they were fined 22 grand the next day Each uh, Hopefully Hopefully it's each um, I, I suspect it isn't No it's not <laughs> But they But they have been fined So he's a big fat liar yeah. yeah Allegedly No not allegedly He is no, he's right. yeah, yeah. Um, But no, quite sadly though I was reading up on this Apparently Eto No longer brings his family To watch him play Because of all this crap That is horrifying 2010 yeah. Sickening um, Absolutely sickening But um, uh, you'll be pleased to know um, That a much uh, more uh, liberal minded team Lazio beat them 2-1 <laughs> And so they had to, Matt Lazio versus Cagliari. What an awful game! <laughs> <laughs> um, we that one, were you, Luke? Um, <laughs> no, <I wasn't> <laughs> Lazio go top because um, Inter dropped points at home to Sampdoria. Eto did score, didn't after, he? But he, did, he did score indeed. Um, and then also, also while we're on the Serie A scores, uh, Fiorentina won two one at home. They're off the bottom only by one point, but Palmer are bottom now. God, another big side down there. All these great five. Sad. Um, I've got a little email about Serie A. Have you? Hey, Marcus and fellow Ramblers. Rude. I reckon this. I reckon, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I reckon this would be an opportune time to read it because we've just done the Serie A roundup. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is essentially what I was doing. Hang on, is he actually started that email like that? Yes. Say it again. Hey, Marcus and fellow Ramblers. We're not reading it. <laughs> I, it, it amazed no, me that my it, mouth. Well, yeah. Make him read it. Have a bit of respect it, for yourself, it, Jim. <laughs> it amazed me that it took you more than four seconds to realise that's how it's. Well, started. I won't be listening and I won't be it, responding. Thinking about himself, it's fine. Now they will lie. <laughs> Go on, James. To add to the story about Zlatan's builder's son, Zlatan isn't the first player to introduce a friend at Milan. In a Dutch TV show, I heard about the following story. Around 2004, Clarence Seidorf introduced a friend to AC Milan and asked Carlo Ancelotti if he could train with the team. Harvey Asayas, I think that's how that's pronounced, don't know, not apologising if it's wrong, Harvey, um, <laughs> was a Dutch Suriname footballer who played in Ajax uh, in the Ajax Youth Academy. After turning professional, he had a brief stint at final, but subsequently didn't impress and moved to various clubs, slowly moving down the leagues. After six years of playing, he ended up in the Spanish third division and retired from football taking odd jobs around Europe mm. he travelled to Milan at one point and met up with his friend Seydorf Milan at the time were having a defensive crisis and after Seydorf asked uh, Angelotti allowed Asayas to train with the team within a few months Asayas lost 20 kilograms and was in good shape again and was offered a contract at Milan that's a lot of weight yeah the highlight of his comeback came when he was allowed to come on in the last minutes of a cup game versus Palermo who made a beautiful run in the last minute and turned in a stunning cross but unsurprisingly John Thomason missed the chance to score oh. he wouldn't go on to play any more minutes for Milan 
Ireland though he was part of the 2005 Champions League final losing squad uh, but became the topic of some documentaries in Holland and he's now occasionally a football analyst on the telly who knows we might see a Swedish builder sitting on the bench at Milan soon that's uh, Paul from Amsterdam the Netherlands what an absolute chancer that yeah. is super thanks for that no Paul. it's not well Paul you've not this addressed me absolutely properly no 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 out. he's that not addressed us properly and he's, he's pulled it back by stop being jealous by, ma- by mentioning Zlatan you. but I hope he's learned his lessons <laughs> stop, stop being a knobhead that should have been in the Zlatan Zeppelin there we go. No, no. That really is that's brilliant. Ooh, I think. That in the sky there. You could have put that in afterwards if you really wanted to. <laughs> wouldn't have saved himself a job, isn't it? <laughs> Giving us a hideous surprise. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's such a shame that Jean Del Thomas would have missed that chance because he could have played one minute for Milan and had an assist. Yes. What, what oh, I like. Has he got is. a Champions League runners-up medal? Then? <laughs> if he's in the squad, he would. Oh, you have to play a set Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that the case? In the, in the Champions League though. oh maybe it isn't what I like about that is that that's probably Ali, Ali Dyer sort of thinking this is as good as it possibly could go <laughs> yeah. I like those sort of stories I want to hear more of those mm. of like charlatan oh. footballers there was one in, there was one in, Italian guy in Britain yeah that's right travelled around Wales, the league clubs yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it in Wales yeah and, and, and he just he used to but it was a bit more sad he used to dupe people mm. say he was like an academy player take all their money or whatever or, 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 their, or their sort of board and then when he, when he got found out he just move on yeah. it's incredible imagine the balls you know to have to do that Football. Football. he must have been indeed, indeed. he must have been one. claiming he was his own agent and stuff oh, like that yeah. <laughs> my goodness um, incidentally while we're just still in the uh, Italian uh, chat uh, Brazil manager Mano Menezes said that uh, Ronald- Ronaldinho uh, may well play a part in a future call you almost said Ronaldo there and I almost got very excited uh, yeah sorry about that I apologise <laughs> push um, it back down Luke <laughs> <laughs> when he was asked about this he says uh, he said that uh, I think I will call Ronaldinho yeah but he just said call we might just call him yeah. <laughs> also yeah, he's man. keeping a close eye on Hernanes of Lazio so Good. he clearly listens to the ramble I think you all know where we're going to go now to the Dutch league yeah. <laughs> we talk there are big scores and there are big scores. This is one of those big scores. PSV Eindhoven. You need three numbers for this score. <laughs> yeah. You do. PSV Eindhoven ten. Brackets T E N. Yeah, if on the video printer <laughs> yeah. older listeners, that would have been written yeah. as ten. And then probably a bit of a no really ten. Yeah. <laughs> then on the bracket. Feyenoord zero. Yeah. Feyenoord had a man sent off on thirty four minutes. There were only a goal down at the time, though. Yeah. I spoke to Andy Russell, and he maintains he watched his game, and he maintains that final that the better side they went a goal down. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, the sort of score that if it comes up on the telly and you're at home, sort of members of your family who don't even like football go bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, they, they conceded eight in the second half. <laughs> eight goals. Have, you, have, have any of you seen the goals? They were c- quite something. They, there were some absolute screamers in there. If you include injury time, James, in the second half, that's it. That's conceding a goal every six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It's mad. It's incredible. Like, it was just. It seems to be one of those games where just everything went in. The highlights I saw of it had like an almost sort of kind of obligatory save just to go. Yeah, we'll give him something. <laughs> <laughs> just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great stuff. Oh. But, I mean, that's not like that's not some like rubbish. Yeah, that's it. That is like strugglers. Ones. That's a huge club. Final have had. Well, Rud Hullet played for final. Mm. Jan Cruyff played for final towards the end of his career. And loads of players played for final. They have a decent. Royston re- Drenthe. Yeah, he's there, I believe. <laughs> one of the things I found what? out about final when I looked at this is that one of the their actual official nickname, mm. right, is the Sleeping Giants. 
Don't give yourself that nickname. No. That's a defeatist nickname. Yeah, yeah but the giant. Giants. they had it, maybe it probably started off being quite arrogant and then became prophetic and everyone's going, yeah. The dead giants <laughs> now. Yeah. You know. The dead I'm, I'm going to stick people. my neck out and say that is the, that is the highest top flight score single score I can ever remember yeah, same I, remember the, uh, I don't remember a game in, in any there's top Liverpool flight beat the double figures no side. I don't nine I remember, I remember nine that was a nine one nine one United Ipswich, 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 yeah. Ipswich yeah. and Spurs yeah. Wigan as well last season yes absolutely right yeah but tens I've not, I don't remember anything but that's that. I think that is one of the most incredible results in recent football in Euro- European football in history yeah because as you say that is a big game mm. that's a huge game in Holland ten nil <laughs> imagine Jim right imagine going to Arsenal imagine watching them and losing this first 10 I years. know <laughs> I don't he can't think about it he's just sitting there laughing like a moron because he, he won't think of it he just won't think about it that's 3-0 fe- would be that, that, <laughs> that's being 4-0 down at FIFA and right and bring my keeper out then yeah, yeah. 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 going to try to score a goal just get players sent off yeah. you know, do you think um, do you think like the, the, the Penarol fans or whoever which Penarol National yeah. fans they'll sing about this oh yeah for, in, in 100 years, years they'll sing yeah. about the 10 um, by the way, I think that if Tottenham beat Arsenal 10 0, there'd definitely be a DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'll be a three part series. Yeah, <laughs> there'd be a dramatisation on ITV, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> with, the, um, with the music done by Mogwai. Uh. <laughs> uh, right, let's move down the Americas uh, to Peru. Many of you may have seen this little story, but I, there was. Uh, I've actually seen it, it's amazing. Mm. Ah, it's, a, it's one way to describe it, certainly. In, this is in the Peruvian second division. Hijos de As Covinchos. Good. Uh, as Covinchos. You spent a lot of time in South America, right? I expect those pronunciations to be spot on. <laughs> and I think you found it was. <laughs> um, I couldn't possibly tell. <laughs> they uh, had four players hospitalised during their promotion uh, deciding clash. No, it wasn't a, that wasn't a laugh, that was a. <laughs> that was incredulous. It was, yeah. yeah. It was incredulity. I'm going to. That continue. was an inca- incredulatory. Continuing with local with good word uh, with local rivals, they were playing against Sport and Cash. Um, Sport and Cash. <laughs> Sport and Cash. Oh, right. hello. <laughs> we are Sport and Cash, <laughs> like Tango and Cash. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Like Pat Cash. No, move on. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, apart uh, some of the Ecos uh, uh, players were handed. Um, supposedly there were energy drinks uh, alarm bells <laughs> alarm bells <laughs> spiked with tranquilizers, perhaps um, and four of their players collapsed it's not funny no they you, right you, and you saw it did you I've seen the clip of it on, on YouTube yeah. yeah they just sort of doubled over aren't they most of the time one of them celebrated was it got him in or something well, something like that. Certainly, some sort of tranquilizer. Yeah. Well, no, they, they didn't. They lost three 0 Oh, it wasn't celebrating. They, they were definitely celebrate still playing corner. when it happened, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but despite this fact, uh, the um, and cash president uh, Pepe uh, Malki uh, said that uh, oh no, it was a dodgy pre-match meal. They had nothing to do with this. Um, even though tran- spices made them hallucinate. Even 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 traces of tranquilizer were found in their blood. But he said they <laughs> ate barbecued chicken with spices and ended up taking in indigestion tablets afterwards. I'm sure these four men fainted because of that and the physical effort that they put. But in. this guy's the president of the other team. Yes, yeah. of course. So how does he know um, <laughs> what meal they had? Wow, again. Thou yeah. dost protest too much. Because yeah. we tried to push tablets into the chicken, but we couldn't manage <laughs> yeah. We knew exactly Nando's what they wouldn't let us. He also went on to say, I even went as far as a suppository. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't stay in. Yeah. I tried to inject it myself, but it looked a bit too obvious. <laughs> yeah. um, right, well, uh, here's another one from the crazy world of... Did that happen to finals as well? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a Can't rule bit. it out. No. 
uh, Jose Luis Chilever. Good man. He's been absent from this show far too long. Mm. Dwarf, dwarf entrant. Yeah, indeed. Um, now we talk about agents being what's it in in Europe, don't we? we especially Rooney's one we mentioned before. Well, well, Schilever, he beat up an Argentinian agent um, <laughs> in an airport following a dispute over commission. I'm instantly unsympathetic. <laughs> well, towards the agent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's agent. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Agent. Yeah. yeah, yeah his his agent, own agent. Yeah. Or- yeah. Uh, a secret agent uh, No it was uh, Well what it was Was the um, the agent um, Pablo Sejejas uh, Said that the argument Started when uh, He met Chilever At the airport In Buenos Aires And apparently uh, They flew They flew to Paraguay And they were still arguing When they got out Of the airport of Paraguay <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the guy said The agent said Chilever demanded money From me For his supposed part In the transfers Of a couple of Argentinian players To Mexico And one to Greece and he what? said, and he said, but I told him I had nothing to do with those moves. Um, and then Chilever responded, he called me a starving Paraguayan, and I cannot allow that. It bothers me that in a foreign land they say whatever, but in our country I am not going to allow it. So he done him over. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. If there's one man who's not starving. Is Pele because he just had his seventieth birthday? Oh yeah, lots of cake. Yeah, lots of hugs and kisses from the ramble to Pele. Yes, happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday to Pele. They did that on match today too, didn't they? They did. Played a bit of uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I saw some old goals from Pele in these uh, Santos days because obviously the only footage you really see of Pele is in the '58 World Cup or the '70 World Cup, or him missing in the '70 World Cup. Yeah, Yeah. and And that dummy he did as well. Honestly, the the goals he scored at Santos was just ridiculous. And I tell you what, a player so effective with left and right, you'll never find him. I'm not having a go, and it is his birthday, so I'll keep this brief. Yeah, he didn't score those goals. That's including like reserve games. And like he scored the ones I saw. Oh yeah, he scored those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he scored those. They definitely count. They're safe. The footage was grainy. You can that away from me. Definitely scored those. Hang on a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Wow. Hello. That was quick. Hello indeed. Um, I hope you're all sitting comfortably. Um, we've got a man who um, died recently. Um, we haven't got a man who died recently. <laughs> I want to make that clear. It's not weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> the man's just died. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Manchester City legend Malcolm Allison. Malcolm Big Mal Allison. Mm. Big Mal Allison. Mm. Um, what a personality! Oh my goodness! Yeah, everyone had an opinion on the big man. Yeah. Well, we're going to start with them um, with Brian Clough's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brian Clough called him the Errol Flynn of football, who was too handsome for his own good. <laughs> um, Don Revy, of course. Can you relate other... to that, Marcus? Can you? Uh, um, uh, ask James. Uh, Don Revy on the other side of the fence dismissed him uh, as an embarrassment to the game. Team Clough. Team Clough. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah. I've never met anyone who's team rev. Mind you, I've never been to Leeds before. No. Um, in the <laughs> Independent, in uh, the article after he uh, died, said that uh, Allison was arguably the finest, deepest thinking, and most innovative football coach England has known. Got big praise. And, and, uh, absolutely. What year was he born, Marcus? Oh my goodness! I do apologise, Luke. I'm, I'm getting ahead Sickening. of myself. Uh, he was born on the fifth of September, nineteen twenty-seven. Just under forty years before the summer of love. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that, mate. It's okay. Um, he he uh, had a, a short playing career. Well, I say short. He had a, a playing career, and he started as Charlton Athletic as an amateur in 1944. He didn't break through to the first team there. But, um, he just wasn't happy with the way things were done. Basically, <laughs> the, uh, what the, players better than him? Yeah, no, <laughs> not he, enough he, mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, outdated coaching methods. 
he put it down mm. to. He was very forward thinking. As very as forward thinking. He, he, I mean, someone, someone might, uh, you might come on to it in a minute, but I, I forget who, who now, but a player piped up recently and said, um, it's probably in, in an obituary or something, said that um, he was the first manager to treat players like athletes, basically. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, we will come on to that. Absolutely. I think it was Summerby who said that. Yeah. Um, so he left for West Ham in 1951, and he became a regular in their side for the next six years, playing 255 times for the club, I think. And he um, loved coaching and it was obvious from the start when he was a player and he would attend summer courses held by the England manager Walter Winterbottom at the time that's that's a sign of the times a man mm. Walter Winterbottom absolutely um, <laughs> this, is when, this, this is when the sort of you know the, the Walter Winterbottom was one of the first proper England managers I think mm. before that I think the, the, the team was picked by like a committee that's mm. right yeah. we should find a man with the most English sounding name mm. in the country just let him manage England <laughs> it's yeah. an idea Bielsa we'll get Bielsa in Bielsa <laughs> um, yeah so Alison was a big believer in the way that the Continentals uh, played the game uh, that there was much more reliance on skill uh, and not so the traditional British physical methods mm. So again, in, uh, I mean, you're crying out loud nowadays, We've let that alone lesson, the 50s. We? We've that lesson, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and whilst he was at West Ham, he was always questioning um, the, the, the leadership's methods and so on. Um, and the manager, I think, was Ted Funton at okay. the time. Um, he, uh, he let Alison have an input into the training sessions. Right. You know, and, he, and he was, as I said, just a player there. You know. uh, he was, it became a very important influence in the dressing room. And acted as a mentor to a lot of the the younger generation, most notably Bobby Moore. Um, and they he he tried to get people to play a more cultured type of football. And bearing in mind, he was just a player there; mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't, yeah. wasn't the manager. Uh, that West Ham side, incidentally, won promotion to the first division in 1958. Unfortunately, though, Alison he got tuberculosis, and at the age of 31, he uh, he had a lung removed, um, which of course ended his playing career. Now he'd been quite a healthy young man up until then, um, but uh, I think some reports say that he just couldn't understand why he um, got tuberculosis and why all this stuff happened to him. And basically, he had a bit of a lifestyle change after that. He uh, he went on the champagne, he went on the champers and, and the booze and all, and he became a professional gambler for the next two years, a car salesman, ran a nightclub in London, just totally changed. Wow. Um, and even against medical advice, as you could and common sense, yeah. he um, went and turned out for a non-league side, uh, Romford in Essex ah. terms, with one lung. I think that's probably the highlight of his career. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> From where yeah. I'm sitting. So yeah. yeah um, so anyway, he uh, he then uh, thought right, let's get into coaching here because that was his passion. So he went to um, coach at Cambridge University and uh, with non-league uh, Sutton United as well um, around that time. And whilst he was at Cambridge, he tried to bring in some tactical uh, innovation. For example, he banned the team from passing the ball back to the goalkeeper, which was he was just ridiculed for that. I'm like, why? That was, you know, obviously the keeper, there was no back pass or anything yeah. then. So that was just a part and parcel of the yeah, game. Yeah. We can all remember when the game yeah, was yeah, like yeah. that. This was in, um, I think, what was it, would have been early was 60s. Was this just in his training methods or in the games as well? Yeah, everything. He wouldn't allow them in, to pass the ball back to the keeper in the games. Try, try and play a more cultured style of football. Yeah. Um, so he tried to re-establish himself uh, in the game and in 63 he became a manager of, of Bath City and then shortly after that second division Plymouth Argyle so this is when he was getting getting going um, he was sacked after a year due to differences with the board and a, and a big disapproval with his lifestyle he was a bit of a playboy but yeah. uh, a few months later he went to Manchester City 
and he worked alongside Joe Mercer there. Mm, this is the glory years coming up. And this was the glory Strap years. in, chaps. <laughs> now, Alison, we have to say, as you said earlier, Luke, he was a huge personality. Um, didn't he wear a Federer quite Federer, a bit? yeah, he did, yeah. That was more when he was at Crystal Palace, I think. Mm. But yes, he did very much so. I mean, if you go- Google... Coat as well. If you Google images of the man, it's a treat. <laughs> you know, it really is. Um, what a man he was. And he's, he's, like, he's like a Google... If you typed in Man About Town... <laughs> you get the same picture. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Man um, about town with one lung. He would okay. come up. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, Joe Mercer was, of course, uh, much older and more experienced, but he wasn't in best of health uh, when he was at City. And basically, he needed a younger, sort of healthier guy to, to coach the team and kind of get in, stuck in more with the uh, players on a closer level. And City was stuck in the second division and very much overshadowed by uh, Matt Busby's. Uh, Manchester United side so they went about transforming Manchester City with immediate success let me tell you ladies and gentlemen um, they got some new players uh, in they came they won the second division um, this next season they stayed up the season after they only pipped Manchester United the league title in 67-68 scenes absolutely and that side uh, featured a wonderful front trio of uh, Francis Lee Colin Bell and Mike Summerby and they played such exciting uh, free-flowing football Franny Lee is look at his face yeah just look at his face absolutely absolutely and th- this time um, uh, Alison was known as a real playboy around the city drinking lots of champagne and smoking many a big fat cigar yeah. even with the one lung yeah um, um, and he and he started giving it the big one. He started. He said that he predicted that his team would murder everyone on the planet and scare <laughs> Europe to death. Unfortunately, though, when they got into the European Cup, they were knocked out in the first round by a Turkish side. It wasn't uh, wasn't too good. But they did uh, win the FA Cup in in '69 and the League Cup and the Cup Winners' Cup in 1970, which made them. Sorry? Cup winners, happy? cup winners. <laughs> oh, cup winners, <laughs> cup winners. Oh, yeah, from last week. <laughs> they, were, they were happy, Pete. But, like, Manchester City. Happy. Manchester City were just lounging around second division. In came him, and him and Mercer. It was like um, Clough and Taylor, almost, really. Because Alison, I'm sorry, Mercer um, gave him assurances that he was like a bit of a Gordon Brown, Tony Blair thing. Yeah. Because yeah. Mercer said, I'll, I'll be moving on in a couple of years. Yeah. And then when it came to it, Mercer refused to move on. Mm. And, um, and I think well, that, yeah. a bit of con- there's a bit of a sort of con- contradiction and a bit of arguing going on behind the scenes. But before that, though, the Mercer and, and Allison were, uh, you know, oh, yeah, of made course, they were very successful, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Mike Summerby said recently about Allison whilst at City, he said Joe Mercer was a figurehead, but Allison uh, was the key to the door. He brought the fitness levels to football that are still there now. Yeah. And this was in the 60s, you know, he was the forerunner of fitness and tactics. And he said, uh, <laughs> Stephen Allen would have loved that, wouldn't he? Yeah. He would have done. Pre season. Uh, Can I just not play and just do fitness all, all season? <laughs> <laughs> but the players loved Alison. Um, uh, yeah, Summerby also said, My wife always says that you love Malcolm Allison more than you love me. And that's how you epitomise Malcolm Allison. <laughs> just an absolutely incredible man. Um, Maybe the best ever Malcolm. What about the one in the middle? No. No, no not real. No. Um, well, Mercer... Now, obviously, Alison, his social activities were uh, quite something, Pete Donaldson, let me tell you. Um, and Mercer tolerated him, um, all that sort of stuff, because uh, Big Mal, he didn't let that affect his work, and he was no. still always first to the training ground and all. But there was one occasion... <laughs> Being <where> sick. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one occasion where Mercer was, uh, was in his car, speeding, and the police uh, pulled him over 
over and he, he went out the window and went alright officer what's Malcolm done now then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Alison was the first uh, uh, celebrity footballer uh, or guy involved in football to ha- be a newspaper columnist as well oh, Okay, um, little things like this around the, that time Juventus offered um, to give him the, the manager's job there um, but the, he didn't. He chose not to leave Mercer and what they'd built this city. But then uh, into the seventies, Mercer's health got better, and as you say, Luke, mm. as you said earlier, that um, the, the promises of uh, Allison taking over from the main job were kind of being a little bit brushed aside. But anyway, Mercer was moved upstairs, kind of against his wishes, and, and Allison took the main job, which was a bad move. I imagine he was loving it. He's loving the chance uh, yeah. of being number one. Yeah. Well, Mercer kind of really wasn't happy and left to join Coventry um, not long after. And then City were on course for the title in 72, and they bought Rodney Marsh, who was a great player, and also a Dean Mendes Hall of Fame uh, yeah. entrant, but uh, it totally disrupted the side system. And they say it kind of almost cost them the championship, which they missed out by a point. Um, so his he, time just sort of at City, as soon as he got the main job, it wasn't really what everyone was hoping for. And in 73, he surprised many people and joined Palace, uh, who were doomed uh, to relegation. So he took over a side that were pretty much a second division. Mm. Side. He wanted to be mm. the, big, the big man. He wanted yeah. to be the big fish, didn't he? That's right, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then since he left City, he, it was a massive down, downward spiral for the man. Um, Palace, they got relegated even to Division 3. Mm. Um, so they, they weren't doing too well there. And then he got uh, his friend and fellow student of the game Terry Venables in as player coach and together they um, they got Palace to the FA Cup semi-finals at 76 which was a, was a huge achievement but while at Palace though his uh, his womanising and uh, his uh, drinking and gambling and all became uh, he was in London for crying out loud <laughs> <laughs> it became uh, quite prominent in the in the tabloids and he had a number of um, uh, relationships with I think a, there was a couple of celebrities a couple of Miss UKs um, and also in 1976 uh, he received a Football Association uh, disrepute charge after the News of the World photograph appeared of him uh, in the Crystal Palace's uh, bath with the porn star Fiona Richmond, uh, who he'd invited to a training session. <laughs> We've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it. Cassano's done it, hasn't he? Yeah. The amount of times I'll bring a lady to this recording session. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jim, Cassano's done it again, ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Venable said of this incident, he said, I was in the bath with all the players and we heard the whisper that uh, Fiona was coming down the corridor. So we all leapt out and hid because we knew there'd be photos. Where and that do you hide in a bathroom? We all, well, we all, he said, we all leapt out and hid uh, because we all knew there'd be photos and that wouldn't go down too well. Malcolm and Fiona, however, just dropped everything and got in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why the manager. pictures in the bath? They knew there'd be photographs. Where'd you hide in a bath? There's so many questions. Well, clearly yeah. they've Is got out of the bath and then gone into the change. It's almost right. like he's, he's, take much, Pete. It's almost, it's almost like he's thought, I will get photographed, <laughs> and it's going to be bad. But you know, I will be with a porn star, so you know, <laughs> sod it. I will want to remember this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that, I mean. He's meant to be setting the example. The players have even gone. No, no, no. This is too much. And the manager, yeah. get off. In we go. Yeah. Does ahead oh. of his time. They're all doing it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and apparently also though, because he was a handsome chap, many of the wives of the football directors wanted a piece of him. Yeah. Could you believe I handsome believe man? It. Handsome yeah. man like that. Um, you know what it's like, Marcus, don't you? Mm. And yeah. uh, there was a tale where apparently he gave in to temptation. Uh, with one of the women and uh, after the deed he heard her uh, ring her husband and all he heard from on uh, the, the wife say to the husband on the phone I've just spent the afternoon in bed with Malcolm Allison stitch oh up oh my god stitch up he's thinking absolute <laughs> stitch up oh my <laughs> day 
Yeah. Um, it's a good job there aren't ladies like that who hang around footballers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, after he she was, was ahead of her time. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's incredible. Yeah. They're visionary. Yeah, they are visionaries. Yeah. <laughs> well, he resigned from Palace and then he became manager of Galatasaray for a brief stint. Then back to Plymouth for a brief stint. What did he do? He got make off with a chairman's daughter? Uh, or something? Uh, I've no idea, pal. <laughs> I've no idea. But uh, and then he returned to Manchester City, but. Unfortunately, he failed to win any of his first 12 games and he was sacked there. So he was not doing very well, as you can see. Then he went to um, Sporting Lisbon and he rediscovered his touch there. Because in the the one and only season he was there, he won the league and the cup. Nice. So uh, had had some success in Portugal. Which Jose Mourinho went on to do. So again, visionary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, it's funny you mention it, James. Didn't used to win the Portugal. Funny you mention it, Jose. Uh, He he was asked to leave, I think, uh, sporting of of alleged indiscipline. I think we can all uh, (laughs) conjure up. How old does he at this point? (laughs) (laughs) That was was early 80s. um, (laughs) And he was born in 27. His early 80s. He had a few more jobs after that. But most notably, uh, Portuguese side... uh, Victoria Setubal, um, where he worked with Jose Mourinho. Oh, there's your link. Yeah. Um, now Mourinho wasn't on. I don't. Was he in the coaching staff? Mourinho was there. I think Mourinho's father played in goal for that team. I think. Um, but um, the uh, the Middlesbrough conditioning coach uh, Roger Spry, who worked with Allison as well, gave an interesting insight into Allison um, with his work at uh, in Portugal. He was there with him, and he said that I can see Malcolm's influence on Jose Mourinho. He is the best coach in the world, and I can see Malcolm in ninety percent of the things he does. Wow, mad! That is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also said that, uh, kind of, sort of summing up, um, Alison. He said, in one sense, he was a fraud in the fact that this flamboyant character to the media and the public, uh, which he portrayed, but in private, he was a quiet man and one of the most knowledgeable coaches I've ever worked with. And I've worked with some of the best managers in the business, including Jose Mourinho and Arsene Wenger. And I would put Malcolm in that category. He was really that good. Um, and his last job was at Bristol City in the uh, early nineties. And after that, unfortunately, he suffered with all sorts of problems and uh, mental health problems and one thing or another. And he died in a nursing home um, on the 14th of October 2010 at the age of 83. But in 2007, the, the uh, Crystal Palace fans organised a tribute to Alison, which they named um, Fedora Day. Um, they set up a campaign and, and so on and so forth. And this was, I think it was the 31st anniversary of their famous cup run, which Alison uh, masterminded. And all the fans came out sporting the uh, the fedoras and uh, smoked cigars and drank champagne. Nice, <laughs> nice. Incorporate that every week, I don't <laughs> Yeah. That's what we do at Pompey. I mean, Is that right? Yeah. Can we do that? No, sorry, that's what Peter's story does at Pompey. <laughs> Um, But Alison, of course, he'll be remembered for um, being just an incredible showman. One of football's first great showmen. Mm. um, And for his trademark cigar and and fedora. And I shall end with a quote from the great Bobby Moore, who said, Malcolm had taught me everything I know. When he was coaching schoolboys, he took a liking to me. When I don't think anyone else at West Ham saw anything special in me. I looked up to the man. It's not too strong to say I loved him. Oh, come on in. Come in, Matt. Big Matt. Big Matt. Welcome. <laughs> you get yourself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And of course, 
the uh, website is thefootballramble.com come on in and uh, get on the forum and yeah. read the blogs uh, magnificent blogs from, from some wonderful writers um, we've also just announced our Ramble Christmas drinks mm. um, venue to be confirmed but it'll be sort of central London somewhere um, and we'll, we'll furnish you with that information when we have it but it'll be the Saturday the 18th of December from 12pm Marvellous Get your emails in With your names or, or just click attending On the Facebook group To ensure entry And get there early Because it will be Limited capacity Again That's right Yeah, yeah. And James What can they play With us Whilst live matches Are being shown On the television Street Fire <laughs> <laughs> You can do anything Online now Do you mean Pick Live <laughs> Well I was alluding To that oh, right, yeah, yeah. Play pick, Street Fire Is brilliant obviously But Pick Live um, Is also really fun And probably more relevant If you're watching Football at the time <laughs> So yeah um, It's footballramble.picklive.com The footballramble.picklive.com the, the, the is important Well done Marcus Thanks The Street Fighter too uh, On the forum Yes I would like to thank uh, Socrates Beard For starting the Photoshop thread <laughs> Oh, that's so that was brilliant. It, it's flattered our egos and uh, and a lot of my family's uh, puke glands. <laughs> <laughs> when I was the best thing about it, the way my ego's been flattered the most is when that someone did a, a Photoshop picture of us as actual Thundercats, and I was lying. Because <laughs> you look like a yeah, you freaking look most lion. Like a that's lion. Right. Yeah, you say that, but it's actually because I'm the leader. Uh, and mm. uh, we'd also like to say thank you to uh, Neil Callister, Marcus. Why is that? Oh yeah, uh, I think I know Neil. I, he was on the uh, the Spain tour when I was out in Spain for a little bit with our ambassadors in sport. Uh, him and his student team they sent off um, one of the guys to go and get them a new football kit, mm. and he came mm. back and he didn't tell them what they had. The first game of the season, it brings it out a bright pink all kit, shop, socks, uh, shorts, and top, and they won there. And uh, no, but a, br- a brilliant pink. Okay, yeah. not a faded pink, and they won, <laughs> and that's their kit. Well done, the boys. Yeah, good well stuff. All for that. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Marvellous. Um, we should thank Steve and Sarah from Umbro as well. Yes, of course. Took us to Man City. Absolutely. Lovely yeah. couple. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, is that all, chaps? Any more for any more? I've got no one specific to thank. Thank oh, God. Thank all of you lot for being here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we are. James or Jim, say goodbye. Goodbye. Pete, say goodbye. Goodbye. Luke, say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off for a bath with a porn star. What's his name? Hey! I am the best rambler. <laughs> I contribute the in most. this seat. I am the funniest. <laughs> I am definitely the most knowledgeable, and I get fancied by most of the girls. The best. The best. The best. The best. The best.